got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Welcome to Checking In with Michelle Williams, a production of iHeartRadio and The Black Effect. Y'all, my next guest is definitely a survivor. Someone who knows what it is to be rock bottom. Someone who knows what it is to be. She's going to share her story, but someone who is a grown woman having to move back home, you know, with her parents, being embarrassed, being a public figure, a pastor's daughter, a pastor's wife. Just her stories of coming out of grief, depression, shame, anxiety, scrutiny, being talked about. I mean... She literally, as they say, takes a licking and keeps on ticking. And she's so transparent, so vulnerable. And she's just been, I feel like she loves on people that most people wouldn't want to be caught, seen with, or to be with. Because people feel like once they make it or get out of their pit, they become so self-righteous and that they forget where they once were. And so I'm so glad that she is fulfilling her assignment on this earth. I cannot wait. I cannot wait for us to get into this conversation today. Who we are talking to today, an extremely amazing mother, pastor, entrepreneur, mentor, motivational speaker, and five-time best-selling author, and my friend, y'all, please welcome oh. Kimberly Jones, or a.k.a. Real Talk Kim. <laughs> y'all, I can't believe, y'all, she's just, she's saying that she's not dressed the way she normally <laughs> wants to dress. But y'all, she's so fly. Look at her accessories. Oh. Well, y'all won't be able to see her, but I see her, honey. Uh, she's going to oh. keep a lip on. Okay? Uh-huh, uh-huh. She's that hair is going to be platinum, blonde. I see some dark roots. I, I, I got and, a little bit of natural coming in. Yes. And I was like, I wonder, does she know people will fight air 
if your hair is not blonde. Listen, but Michelle, they got to let me grow. <laughs> Listen, when I don't have my mohawk up, they act like I don't have any anointing. I'm like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Y'all go be and let me do. I still I, I love your mohawk. I love this. Uh-huh. Um, how is it pixie? Yeah, it's like a little pixie, but, but okay. yeah, it's a little pixie today. I think I'm going to let it grow, Michelle. You I are. Think I am. I think I'm going to let it grow. How long? I'll be 50 years old in August. Can you believe that? Come on. Michelle, it takes my breath away. I don't know how I'm going to be 50 years old, but I am determined that I'm not dying at 50. Y'all hear me? So I think I'm going to get me some like, look, Michelle, I want to do this. Look, I want to be like, I want to be able to like whip it and the, and the bangs just you know what I'm saying? Not necessarily long, but just like a whip. You want it. some, you want some, you want some whipperage, something like a little <laughs> bang, a little something that blows in the wind a tinge. That's what okay. I want. Okay. I, I want something sassy. Now, this is just me. We've gotten used to seeing your hair short. Short, your short hair is sassy. I know. What it. are you talking about? I know, but I, I just think that I'm ready for change. And the world's just and gonna have to. They're going to have to go with me. We're going to have to deal with it because what can happen is we can put you in a box. Yes. Um, and there's no freedom because what happens is um, your look becomes a part of your, your quote unquote brand. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah. it's like Beyonce cannot ever not be blonde. It's, we feel like you cannot ever not be blonde. Kim Kardashian, when she tried to go like blonde or something, it's like, no, we want her to stay with her dark hair. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that something? And listen, Michelle, but what's so hard about it, especially being in the public eye, is everybody's got different opinions. Mm. And so a lot of people like the blonde. Then you're hearing other people say, I like it this way. I like it that way. And man, it's so easy for us to get caught up in trying to uh, uh, get everyone's approval that we lose ourselves in the middle. So I'm just determined at 50, I'm just going to do what I want to (laughs) do. And you've earned that right. You've earned that right. So, y'all, let's let Real Talk can be great and do whatever oh. it is she wants to do with her hair. Because, first of all, hair is, is is an expression. So, when you feel like you want to put somebody in the box as it relates to their hair, you're not letting them express. Kim nope. mentors way too many of us. She prays <laughs> way too many of us out of dark holes and pits. So if she want to have pink hair, red hair. You did have pink hair at one time. If I want to be a unicorn, if I want to be a magenta tree in a field of green trees, let me. <laughs> I'm here for it. You guys, I know that it's been, ooh, some definitely 10 plus years that we have seen you light up social media um, with basically how you keep it real. That's why you call it real talk because everything is real talk. No yeah. nonsense. It's kind of yeah. like, and it's almost like you don't get offended because she knows she, you're, she's saying something out of love and yeah. you talk from your experience. Yeah. Right. Um, a part of your story is you didn't grow up with everything handed to you. You didn't grow nope. up rich, wealthy. No. Nope. Can you share us, a, give us a little, just a, a snippet of um, what's made you who you are today? Well, Michelle, I was raised in, my daddy was a preacher. And so I was raised in a religion, very, very strict religion. Like even when we walked through Sears, 
they would cover our eyes. We couldn't look at the white, de- the, 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 the one-eyed demon, that TV. I mean, they would, they were very, very strict with, with, with us as children, me and my brother. And so I, I was raised with God as a mean God. Mm. And then I encountered a lot of people that were in this religion that were mad. They, they were believing they were the only ones going to go to heaven, but they were mad. You know, you're, they, they didn't get to enjoy life. And so I, I, I found myself at a very young age, almost thinking that God was like all these people, that he was waiting to punish us, you know, mm. that he was waiting to put us on the back of the church and put a dunce cap on us. And we got to we got to go sit down for for six months to recover from uh, this or that, you know. And so I just thought that's who God was. And I got so lost, man. I got so lost even at a young age. Women couldn't preach. Uh, women really, only thing we could do was, was, uh, cook and have babies. And I found myself fighting that Michelle, um, at a young age. Like I, I, I immediately went into, uh, uh, special ed, I had a hard time learning. I had so much coming against me that it made me mad. And so I found myself through my life. I mean, 18 years old, mom and daddy put me at World Harvest Bible School with Pastor Rod Parsley. Mm-hmm. They found the harshest, you know, the most in your face preacher thinking he going he gonna help my daughter. He gonna help my daughter. And I mm-hmm. ended up getting on that front line and singing and then falling in love with the piano boy. And Pastor Rod goes, I ain't blessing this. You can't ruin your anointing. And I get up at two o'clock in the morning and leave school and go marry this dude. Right. So I never, Michelle, I never did anything small. I did. I jumped in head first. You know what I'm saying? And so I think what happened was I ended up staying married to that man for probably 18 years. I loved him with my guts. Mm -hmm. And uh, after 18 years, because my foundation was so wobbly and so was his, both of our parents were preachers. uh, We were raised on the church pew that we both found ourselves going through life with two beautiful kids um, fighting against the spirit of God. And we just let sin take us further than we wanted to go, cost us more than we want to pay and keep us and ruined our marriage after 18 years. Mm. And so at 18 years of marriage in 2006, I had ran my whole life. I had, I had gotten street smart because I felt like I wasn't smart because it was in special ed. Uh, everything was just, I was driven. I was controlling, um, I told him, I don't need no man for 18 years. Woke up, didn't have one. First one in my family walking through a divorce. And so I walked through all of these things. And I believe that mm. God, of course, God knew it before I was ever even formed in my mother's womb that I was going to be a, rebe- a rebellious. <laughs> and he said, oh, no, but when she gets it together, <laughs> when she hits rock bottom and finds out who the rock is at the bottom, which is Jesus, she's going to change it. So that's what I did, Michelle. I walked through everything. I lost everything. Mm. Moved back in with my mom and dad at uh, in 2006. And that's where I found me. And in the process of finding me, I said, God, for reporosity, I want to, I want you to heal me. I want you to heal me from people pleasing. I want you to heal me from selling my soul, trying to fit in. I want you to heal me from getting my feelings hurt every time I'm not in a room and I don't feel like I'm, uh, I'm deserving to be there. I want everything. I want you to reveal first time in my life, Michelle, that I ever told God, I want you to reveal. I wasn't scared of him no more. I wasn't scared of, everybody walked out on me, right? Because people ride with you as long as there's gas in the car. But the minute you walk through a divorce or you walk through a failed marriage of a, after adultery or an addiction, the church is the first to actually 
killed or wounded. And so I found myself in that place saying, God, if you ever do anything for me, I want you to do these things. And I named, I want God, I want you to help me love people because I hate them right now. I want you to let me find you. I want to love people the way you love them. And I want to be able to be there for people like me to show them the grace of God of just because you mess up don't mean your life is over. You can get back up again. Come on. And the only way I can do that, God, is if you get me free from what people think about me. And girl, he did it. He did it. I'm telling you now I love people so much, Michelle. People could say whatever they want about me. And I, I honest to God, I, I have a, God has blessed me with just, man, I feel, I feel sorry for him, but I love him. Like, I don't want nothing bad to happen to him. Whenever I was like, so ratchet, I was like, I used to be like, kill him, kill him with the train. Cause I knew Benny, he could come bring him back to life. Come on. That's how God did it, Michelle. God let me, God let me with my own choices. He let me be mad at him for the storms I created. And then mm. he cultivated something in me, Michelle. I lost everything at 36. I had to move back in with my mom and daddy. Couldn't even buy cheese with my credit. Sitting there with my two little boys at my mama's house. Having to start over. Lost my dignity. Lost my pride. I did everything they said I did. I was nay-naying and not pray-praying. <laughs> and I found myself, Michelle, at my mom and daddy's house. And that's where God found me. I didn't even preach my first sermon, Michelle, till I was 40. Yeah. I was wow. making $9 an hour at Bloomingdale's at 40. Yes. I and love hearing you tell the story about the lipstick. <laughs> yes. It's yes. never too late if we just fall in love with us and stop beating ourselves up for Ooh. the things that we've done and, 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 and rising above where we're at and realizing that God's not going to move our feet. Mm. And nothing changes until we get sick and tired of being sick and tired. And I'm proof that God's a restorer. I'm proof that God will use your mess and make a message. I'm proof that God will turn your scars to stars. Yes. I'm proof that it don't matter. He, he don't need no man to open a door for you. He don't need your family to be famous to open a door for you. He don't need you to be able to, I still don't know where commas go. If you follow me, you're like, what is she trying to say? You got to be in the Holy Ghost because there ain't no punctuation. <laughs> and I've got all of these incredible books all over the world. Yes, in you do. Mm -hmm. It's only because I got up and said, I don't care how I look. I just care about being Jesus with skin on it. Wow. That's how there, I got Y'all, she has unpacked so much already in this first 10, 12 minutes I want to go back to something that you said when you were saying how you didn't preach your first sermon until you were 40 and how there are even some of my listeners. I know my demographics, so, you know, like 25 on up and how at the age of 25, people are thinking that they have to have it together oh, yeah. right now. It would be nice. I mean, some folks by the age of 25, if you take the traditional route, you Come would on. have graduated from college by now. You should be married with a child or two by now. You're working your job and you're just doing wonderful. That's like the typical traditional That's route. filter route. Mm. And so many people think they have to have it together, but you just told and or that you have to be perfect to be successful. And you got to look a certain way. Look a certain and, way. Oh. Talk a certain way. You mentor and minister to people that would be considered rejected. Oh, yeah. You mm -hmm. know. Or, it's the misfits. You know, it's okay. like it's the black sheeps of the families. It's the ones that felt like they never 
uh, fit in. You know, they, 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 it's the ones that people always said, you know, you're, you're, you're going to be limited to this. And, and God's given me an anointing to be able to tell them, look, people that were the black sheep of the family, if you let yourself, the black sheep of the family always turns out to be the goat. It's because once we get to a place where we're struggling and we're having to learn how to be street smart, we're having to learn how to, we realize we've done some, we've been ratchet, but now we're finding righteousness. You know, we're, you know what I'm saying? We go to hell and come out on fire. And if you play, Mm. if you play God, right, if you really surrender your heart to God for real, not to get anybody's retweet, not to get anybody's light. But you really say, God, if I never make a dime doing this, if I win people to you, that's all that that's matters. That's right. It. And so I think that is 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 the people I win. I win the people that finally are like, oh, my God, because God's given me a gift with like little one liners. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yes, I, you just said nay, nay, and to pray. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, I need that, Michelle. <laughs> like, I need somebody to say rejection. I remember one night I'm laying in my bed and I'm like, God. I was praying, kill him with a train because I was mad. And, and I remember God saying, I can't, I can't do anything with you until you forgive. And I, I remember saying, God, I want to forgive, but I don't know how. And, and he said, rejection is not, this is what dropped in my spirit. Rejection is not necessarily someone wanting out of your life, but it's somebody that God needed out of your future because their character can't keep up with where I'm taking you. They will mess up your future if I would have let them stay in your life. And so God's given me that kind of perspective, right? It's not your five finger forehead that he didn't love. It's not the big thick thigh. It has nothing to do with you and everything to do with God knows the beginning from the end and he knows where he's taking you. Michelle, the people that didn't work out in my life, now I think if God would have answered my prayers, they would have messed this up. Yeah. The wrong yeah. people on your boat will mess things up. And so God really has given me that ability to mm. help people that are stuck get unstuck. So how were you able to handle those seasons where I think there is a season of folks that are really following their destiny and letting God kind of walk them through their destiny. There is a season of you are alone. You do feel like people reject you, but it's it's kind of like he's like elbowing folks out of your way. Maybe. How did you handle that season where? Did you, or have you ever gone through that season? Yeah, you know, my problem, not even a problem now, because I've learned how, I've learned that God's grace is on my life. But my, 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 my struggle was, there's nobody in my life doing what I'm doing. So I had no body to lead the way. So everything I did was like, I'm just going to work the kinks out as I go. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do what I can and God, you do what I can't. And so, you know, um, I mean, I've learned through going, being on the cancel culture. Like I, I have to learn things the hard way, you know? And so I just don't allow myself to get caught up mm-hmm. in my feelings. Mm-hmm. It's so hard because I know that the enemy cannot take you out. So he tries to wear you out. And he does it through the thoughts and what you see with your eyes and the things that you put in your spirit. And so I just am very careful about what I listen to. I'm careful about who I don't read my comments. I don't, you know, you ain't got to tell me twice. You don't want me in the room. I'll go build my own table. I don't take it personal. If, if somebody doesn't, doesn't, you know, if they have an opinion about me, I, I, I don't shut down. I just love harder. 
And so mm. I think that I'm just real aware of it, Michelle. I'm just real aware of what can happen if I get caught up in my feelings and I, you know, get lost in the feelings. Mm. They will sidetrack you because that's where the enemy gets you. So I don't let myself go there. I don't let myself, I'm very vulnerable in a sense of I talk, like I got people around me that I can really talk to. And I'm a talker. That's been a gift for me, Michelle, is that I'm a talker. I'm yes. very transparent. I will say it even to the world. Like I, it, it, I'm honest about me and I got people that I talk to and I'll just get it out and, and getting it out has been a great, a great gift for my life mm. because I not get lost in those feelings of depression because depression ran in my family. And man, I just really have great people that what what's going on? Like what's 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 going on with you right now? You know, um, and, and I and I have people that I'm accountable to. And I think that's the gift is realizing that everybody don't want you. Everybody ain't jealous of you, Kim. <laughs> There's some people that love you enough to say the truth. Mm. And so I, what I do is I keep people in my circle that I trust. That's so good. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Got my PrevNA 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic, and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20. 
Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. I don't know how or where you are, what's been going on in the news, but even today, there is a fourth possible death by suicide. And when you were talking about trying not not letting things get into your mind and heart, you watch what you listen to, what you hear. It's it's getting it's I when I tell you I I know I just haven't been on the gram since the news came out about Chesley, but I've got some listeners and I actually did like three or four solo podcast episodes because so many people had so many heavy questions. Yeah. Even on my texting community, once a week, someone's saying, I I don't know if I want to be here. For you as a mentor and a pastor. Yeah. What can you tell us today? You know, I have probably cried more in the last few days, just grieving for people that. I mean, I mean, we y'all like like we even saw uh, several incredible influencers that you would never know in a million years that they're struggling. That have said, "I got to step back. I'm struggling because people that are that are in the in the light are are mommies. You walk through a divorce and you can't grieve because you got to still get up for your kids. It, it, it's 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 finding that place in you that says I because most of the time Michelle the reason we don't take care of us is because we're trying to take care of other people hmm. and and because of the because of social media we're out here faking it not making it we don't want people to know what's really going on with us because people don't forget you can you can grow up to be the president of the world but they still gonna remember you get pregnant out of wedlock I mean you, you know mm, it's yeah. just it's hard to, to so people would rather die and and so you got to make sure for all of you listening today you've got to realize that you are your advocate it is okay for you to have meltdowns it is okay for you to say <laughs> get you a tribe of people that you can say, I need you to come get my kids. Mm -hmm. Like I got to take a moment. I got to take 24 hours, please. But we, but we can't do it if we don't know you're struggling. We can't, we can't step up. I I would never tell anybody. I wouldn't, I didn't want anybody. I didn't want to be any, in anybody's way. I didn't want to bother people. And so I found myself suffocating. And so for all of you listening today, there are at least one person in your life that would do anything to help you. And if you're saying, I don't have that person, you do. You do. But there's something in you, man, that's telling you you don't. Because here's what happened, y'all. The enemy has lived his life. He can't take you out. So he's trying to take you out by wearing you out. And he does that by the things inside of you that you never healed from. You thought that husband would be with you till you die. Then after 28 years, he walks out and marries your best friend. You thought that that pastor would have your back and then he, you found out he was messy or whatever it is. If you don't learn to deal with those things and realize that's life yeah, and, and disconnect from that, the enemy will have you doing this life by yourself putting up TikToks, looking like you are, oh my God, you got it together. And you are, you've gotten so used to the likes and the retweets that you don't allow yourself to have moments where you do the internal heart checks. I do it, girl, at least once a week. I'll be like, Kim, how you doing? 
What, what, what's going on, right? How did this make you feel? You just, you just walked through this and it hurt bad because you give all, because we give all our time to all of these people. And then all of a sudden they'll throw you away like that. Yes. You got to get to a place where you talk to somebody, find a therapist. Y'all listen to me. There are churches that they will give you through free therapy. There are people that literally are uh, uh, groups. If you reach out to me, reach out to my church, Limitless Church. We have resources of people yes. that will you and let you get it out because the problem is we're holding stuff in and thinking we can't we aren't we're not worthy of grieving we're not we're just going to mourn and move and never deal with it and then before we know it we've had it we're, we're, we're walking off a building to our death yes and so in the depths of pain that we don't even care what happens because the enemy has gotten in our ear and said the only way out because you're such a failure, you're such a screw up, you're such a, every, they're talking about you. They're all of this stuff that's that is coming in because you never dealt with stuff here. You can't let nobody in. You gotta reach out. Yes. You have it ain't to reach bad out. To have therapy. It ain't bad, girl. And have that meltdown, get in that mirror. I, girl, listen, I got podcasts I listen to. I listen to podcasts. I don't listen to a whole bunch of I, I listen to even what I'm listening to. Because it's words have power, right? That's right. Yes, that's so true. Thank Just you don't so give up. much. Don't you it's like not giving up and it's that deep pain or feeling like, what if it's pain? But what if there is pain that you have because you do feel like you did mess up? Oh yeah. That was me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You did mess I did up. It. <laughs> And now you're known for bringing pain to somebody else. You were once known for this nice, sweet, inspirational. And then it's like someone in your life can say you brought pain to them. That can be hard to walk through. Because you know your heart, your heart was not, you didn't want to inflict pain. You had a hard moment. You had a weak moment. You're yeah. struggling. You know how I always look at it, Michelle, when someone hurts you, it's because they're struggling. Mm-hmm. That's right. And it kind of helps you not take it personal. That's because good. nobody in this world is going to just hurt you. Man, even with my exes, like, I, I literally look, can look and say, it's because they're hurting. Because I used to hurt, and I remember hurting people. But okay. once God healed me, it's not in me to ever hurt. I will tell you I'm sorry in a heartbeat and fix it. But What's that broke? scripture in Ezekiel? Is it Ezekiel about um, turning our heart of stone to flesh? <laughs> Wait a minute. I had a moment. You know, you're like, Lord, work on my heart. Turn this stony heart into flesh. The heart turns into flesh. And the, that heart, when your heart turns into flesh, you're allowed to feel again. Woo! You're able to have empathy and compassion and you find God, yourself <laughs> you find yourself understanding what people are going through. There have been a few times I've been like, oh, Jesus, turn my heart back That's to that me. stone. I don't want to feel. I don't want to. a little bit. <laughs> that was yesterday when I felt good. <laughs> Ain't that crazy how we be praying all these prayers when we get so emotional and we feel good, the sun is shining, it ain't cold outside, so you just be making all these promises about what you're going to do when your heart gets healed. And then when your heart, and then you be like, God, I was just playing. I turned my heart, put these stones back in my around my heart because I, I, I was just playing. 
I don't want to cry about everything anymore. I don't want to. Oh, yeah. And you are responsible. You become responsible oh, too. Oh, my goodness. For the heart, for what your heart feels. You Michelle, become- I remember when that happened. I remember I used to be so cold as and ice. And I thought about it when you said you wanted to love people. I thought I about that, that scripture. Per- yeah. And he did it. I remember distinctly when I started crying about stuff, I used to could look at somebody and cut them up and down. <laughs> I could literally, if somebody could come in my life, I think it's part of being a preacher's kid too, just... But yeah. I remember somebody could be in my life for 14 years, Michelle, and they walk out and I'd be like, and I would feel nothing. And I was like, God, I know this ain't right. I need to love like you. <laughs> then I started loving like him. I'm like, what? <laughs> now I love hard and loving hard is so much better than being cold. Okay. Yeah. And forgiving and you don't have to have one eye open, one eye closed. You can say, you know what? I promise you, I forgive you. And to some of our listeners, Kim, I want to say, let's talk about forgiveness here. Yes. I've always felt like forgiveness is a key. Oh, God. That can unlock it, yes. that can unlock certain levels for you. And yes. I've had a person comment that say, Michelle, I was listening to your podcast. I love you, but I don't know if I can agree with yeah. you. Because oh. they're like, when someone has hurt you and abused you in a way, they're like, that's that's unforgivable. I, that's not forgivable. And I'm like, it feels that way. And, and it's like, I understand. I understand. And it's 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 people are in. I've been in moments where you're like, yeah, that's unforgivable. You put yeah, your hands like on my, like, you know, you put your yeah. hands on my mama. Like, yeah. Yeah, you, I can't, or you, or you did that to me. And now you're going to tell about, I did that to you. Mm. So I lost you, but now you're telling people I did what you did. So now I've lost you and all these people are believing. It's like all your whole world turns upside down and it's hard. You're right. It's so hard. It is so hard. Wow. 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 Y'all, but you know what I used to, Michelle, you know what I used to do? I, I would, I would every day and I still do it. God, if I've got anything in my heart, y'all, y'all got to pray specifics, man. Okay. God, if there's anything in my heart that is, is not pleasing to you, help me forgive. Help me. I, I used to pray it every day, Michelle. God, help me forgive. I don't know how. I'm a preacher's kid. Can I want to forgive. And I believe, Michelle, in the church, we're so easy to say, shout it out. A deliverance is going to take place right here. But our actions never change. And forgiveness is not a emotion. It's a choice. Yeah. Because you're not going to feel like it. You're never going to wake up and say, I woke up today. I feel like forgiveness. It is an every day I forgive you. I say it out of my mouth. You know what? I forgive you. Mm. I forgive you. When I'm feeling something in my spirit, somebody did something Thursday and I'm like, I was like, I forgive them immediately. Okay. Yeah. And it's almost like you've got three seconds, Michelle. This is how I told my kids. And I tell my mentors, my, my mentees, you got three seconds. When something comes in your spirit, you, you got three seconds to take it in or to kick it out. And you kick it out by immediately, I forgive you and changing the conversation in your head. Okay. So three seconds is pretty quick. I used to give, I would give my this is my my technique was twenty four hours, but sometimes it don't. Then take you're the, thinking on it, and you're stewing. I was gonna say, I was gonna say, some instances it don't take 
24 hours. Some stuff could be an instant, man, you bug it. I forgive you. You good. And then you some, have to. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. Okay. Okay. But three seconds, you, you pushing it, Kim. You like, Hey, Michelle, if somebody comes underneath and says, you look like a transvestite, you can oh. sit look in that mirror for three seconds and say, I hate you for that. Or, or somebody can go on your, somebody that used to work for you can go, I still have the passwords. And all of a sudden one day they delete 30,000 people to get back at you. I can sit and stew on that and even think about it, but I can't bring none of it back. I have three seconds to say, I forgive you. God, you got this. Let's go. That's how I deal with it. Sheesh. Cause there's no. nothing I can do about it. So I don't stew on it. Okay. That is the key. There's, if there's nothing you can do about it, you can't change their behavior. You can't, you can't, you're probably not going to get an apology. It's at that moment saying, you suck. But I'll Let's move on. <laughs> Let's move on. And you guys, Kim is um, senior pastor at Limitless Church in Fayetteville, Georgia. So that means you got to you gotta work with, talk to, and counsel a lot of people. So I'm glad you had that heart transformation where you Me were too. like, God, I want to love people because there's nothing like a pastor or someone that person is in relationship with that they don't like people. Oh, and there's a lot of people in ministry that don't like people. <laughs> but you're in the ministry of people. Oh, but I really MG. love people. Wow, wow, wow. Kim, you are just just such a, a ball of joy and fun. Oh, wow. um, like I said, we know you as mentor, coach, and, and pastor. By the way, I thought it was so cool to see your face alongside Rick Ross. Can you for, believe that? For Coach Stormy's event. Now, at the age of 36, I guarantee you, when you were at Bloomingdale's, you were like, am I really finna be on this flyer with Rick Michelle. Ross? Michelle. I think, and by the way, I think that's pretty amazing and dope that you're gonna Michelle, be that God that would room. trust me. Yeah. Girl, there are people that reach out to me that you would pass out. That literally, that are... Like you think you love Jesus? <laughs> yes. You go, you go bring me. And, and it's because they trust me and, and they know that I'm for real. Hey, people in the world can see when you're fake. Yes. And so I'm just in awe. Listen, y'all, I'm the, I brought up the fact that she's going to be um, speaking at Coach Stormy's Awakening Experience March 18th through the 20th in Orlando. And so I'm looking at the flyer. And y'all, it is literally four people on that flyer. Real Talk Kim is one. Michelle, you're going to make me cry right now. I didn't even think about that. It's four people. This is that main flyer. I I know a main flyer than the one where you just add the rest of the speakers come on later. I know she has other speakers, but you're like the top four on the main are on the main. Look at that. And Coach Storm don't play. I was going to say, she does not play. And that room is, you're going to have folks laid out. I already know. I already know laid out and people think they're going to come for one thing, but you're going to give them, you're going to give them, you're going to give them what they need. um, But they're going to also get some things that they didn't know they needed or thought of. So I'm so excited for you. You bring, you seem, how, how do you have fun? 
in balance, when you're not real talk. Kevin, Have you seen my praise breaks? When, <laughs> when you, when it, first of all, I saw your mother, your your mom, Mimi. I got a great as you, mommy. As you affectionately call her and you were, Mimi. you were able to walk with her through the death of your father, her yeah. husband, best friend, her best friend for years. You're, yeah. you're a mother. What do you do for fun? Oh, I, I literally, girl, I have so much fun. I will catch a plane, go to like last week with my two sons. I'm very okay. close to my boys, mm-hmm. a 27 year old and a 25 year old. And we just picked up, went to Disney. So I cut everything off for four days and we just got lost in Disney. Okay. So that's I'm so good. Very that is so good. So one of the three pillars of my book, Checking In, is checking in with yourself, checking in with yes. others, and checking in with God, right? So you yes. have to. So that, that was that was a part of you, checking in with yourself. Yes. Having, and then checking in with others, family, connecting with family. This <laughs> pandemic Ooh. has been a hot boiling mess oh. as it relates to connection. Man. With you loving people and having connect with people. That scene that was almost kind of taken away for for almost two years of being able to be with people. That was hard, Michelle. Speak to that. Man, I just, I remember when the pandemic happened, I was really in a pandemic myself (laughs) in in just life. You know, I was walking through some things and Mm -hmm. and the pandemic took place. I remember talking to God and saying, God, I love people. And here I am isolated. And so what I did was I built a community, you know, I built, built a community around me of uh, my RTK inner circle. We've got yes. thousands mm-hmm. of people now that are very connected in the RTK inner circle. And we became community with each other, Michelle. And so I think that with a lot of people still in fear, uh, afraid to go around people because of social media, don't turn social media off. Just find you a tribe that y'all can do Zooms, that okay. y'all can check in with each other. That's good. Um, and that's that's what I do. You know, I'm really, really into to I'll do whatever I gotta do to connect. Wow. So that was definitely one of my questions about your mentorship program. Like it like Kim, she she's gonna add on another hat. Okay. <laughs> now you they're think, my escape and not my duty. Well, I, but I'm saying you went you're a pastor, so that's yes. kind of that's mentoring, counseling, but you have an inner an inner circle program called RTK Inner Circle. Yep. Your latest mentorship program. R- but So you got RTK Inner Circle and RT- oh, RTK Trailblazers because that's for women and men in ministry. Yes. Okay. Yes. If, if say someone is listening today and they say, you know what? I, I'm loving what she's talking about. I want to be mentored. Yeah. W- what do they do? Man, you go to, just go to my website. We'll talk about okay. Like, like Michelle, when I tell you that through this pandemic, God, God works everything out in my life. Like I'm, I'm, I, it was like the pandemic worked in my favor because I was able to clear some things out in my own life. Yes. That was beautiful. Mm. Um, but the, the inner circle I spend that, that they're, they're like my escape and not my duty. Like every six months, as many of them that can come fill this church up. Every six months, I do it in January and June, and I just pour into them for a day and a half. And we, at nights, we do a book club together. This month, we're doing a, a debate of Satan, talking about your mind. So I do a lot of uh, book clubs with them where I'm breaking the books down. And we do, mm. we'll do your book one month. That would be mm. awesome. 
Mm. And we're just breaking down, especially with mental health. That would be incredible. And Monday nights, Tuesday nights, I mean, they're pouring. And then we bring on them to talk about their testimonies. So I'm teaching them how to get out of their comfort zones and be Jesus, be a light and start walking in their calling themselves. So I'm a pusher, purpose pusher, hope dealer. But the inner circle is just a phenomenal community that God's allowed me to create. And they're, they're my escape. Yes, yes, yes. Well, listen, we, we, we absolutely thank you. Thank you for your transparency. I love you, Michelle. You, you are always, you, th- what I like, that you, it's like, you're not going to let nobody else tell your stories. You gonna like, oh, no, ma'am. Why you got to tell her? I'm a, I was going to tell it anyway. So. <laughs> and I'm going to beat you to it. <laughs> I'm going to do it live right now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your honesty because people think, you know, yes, in this walk with God, we should be aiming to have good hearts, do people right, love one another. That's That should be our goal and our aim. But I love that you wrap your arms around people that might jack up not one time, not two times, but 10 times. <laughs> they might be the woman at the well, but hey, that six times is going to okay. be the charm. <laughs> You're going to be like, now, all right, now, thank you for telling me your your, your testimony, your business. But let's, let's heal. But let, <laughs> I, I love it now. Hey, and Michelle, I'm like, I want to hear it one time. Then we're going to work on what we're going to do to get you better. <laughs> That's so good. That's yeah. so good. You have to have, you have grace for and patience. Um, I do. Mentor, because um, I'm sure you've run across people. I know I've run across a few people where it's like, okay, I want to hear the problem. But is the, sometimes the solution be already running, but it's like they feel offended when you start talking solutions because they want to sit in the problem. They like the attention that being broken gets them. Come on, yeah. somebody. Yeah. I'm on somebody. Okay. And the truth is you're going to have more attention when you get healed because you're going to be contagious because the breaking and the pain created a purpose in you that you couldn't have gone to seminary and gotten a degree for. You've gotten the passion and the purpose and the oil from Mm. being broken. Wow. 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 Y'all, I I can go on and on and on and on, but I know y'all, she's literally sitting in her church office and I, I, lastly, that you are an advocate for God's House of Grace, which is an yes. in-house residential program for, for rehab. People. Yes, yes with drug, meal. alcohol, yes. and emotional issues. So thank you so much. You guys, please make sure you follow Real Talk Kim. Hit her websites and her pages. I, I can't believe she's talking about she wanted to be more dressed up today, but she's looking fabulous. Girl, that, I was going to be so cute for you. Look. That leopard chair. The Girl, we're home. We are home. We are home. And um, again, y'all, thank you so much. Any last words to the listeners? Um, yes, whatever you man, feel listen. led to say. I, I really feel that somebody listened to this today. All you needed was a kick in your tail. To say, you know what? I've been I've been mad at them for long enough. I've been sad because they betrayed me for long enough. Mm. I'm never going to get an apology, apology, so I'm going to forgive and take an apology I ain't never going to get, but I'm moving forward. Listen to me. As long as you have a pulse, God's got a plan, period. People might write you off, but God writes you on. All you got to do is begin to move. I promise to God. I hear this all the time. It's easier said than done, Kim. No, it ain't. Pull your big old thick thigh, do whatever you got to do, but move. 
Move, morning move, but move. And watch what God will do with your story. He will use you. He will vindicate you. He will redeem you. He will take what would take 30 years to restore. He'll do it in eight years in your life. He will literally show out on your behalf if you will just help him help you by getting healed. That's the tweet. (laughs) Love you, Kim. Come back anytime. I love Anytime. you so Yes. Big hugs, big hugs, big hugs. You. Y'all, I'm rooting for you. I'm the president of all y'all's fan club. Let's go. The Lord needs you and your story. <laughs> Sheesh. Baby. Oh. Yeah. I, how do you close after that? I mean, there's nothing to say after that other than thank y'all for checking in. Thank y'all for tuning in to this season two. Um, I can't come back after Real Talk, Kim. I'm I'm just going to say check in for next week's episode. I mean, yeah, thank y'all for tuning in. Thank y'all for uh, telling people about checking in. The success has been word of mouth. The success has been because of you um, to be a NAACP Image Award nominated podcast is because of you. Hi, y'all got to go. Y'all go ahead and y'all y'all go ahead on and and reflect on this conversation we just had. Just know we love you. Just know I love you. Just know you can make it. Just know that I promise you, I've been in that pit. Just I promise you, I've been in that darkness. I promise you, you gonna make it. You push. I promise you, you don't give up. You're going to be so happy that you did it. See y'all next week. Got my PrevNAR 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't give Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T.